Hey, Ryan. Hey, Michael. Isn't it great that places like the New Yorker are writing think pieces about Blink-182 now? It's crazy times. What is the quote? The <laughs> What is the uh, our what? buddy? Oh, human time capsule? Yeah. What an exciting time. <laughs> exciting time. So uh, this episode, we, we talk a little about uh, some of these think pieces that have been written about Blink. Um, in particular, there's one from the New Yorker that we really liked. Um, and we transition into some setlist talk. The tour is starting, yeah. and we do a pretty intense breakdown of what our ideal set lists uh, would yeah. be. It's kind of fan set lists that probably aren't possible, but <laughs> at least mine, I don't think it is. I think mine is possible. I think yours is possible. I think it's mine is a little more possible, <laughs> um, but but I think they're both within the realm of reason. Yeah. Um, which was sort of our goal. We didn't want to just say like, what's our 10 or 20 best favorite Blink songs, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I, I hope you enjoy that. We, we put a, a lot of thought into that. Uh, mm-hmm. It's some pretty, you know, not really intense arguments, but, you know, there were some oh, disagreements. Was, yeah, yeah, it worked. Uh, and we, we check in with Tom. Um, That's Tom's up to. Not a whole lot going on with, up in there in the spaceship, you know, but there's some things, you know. Yeah, um, interesting. Hope, I hope he's doing all right up there in the spaceship. Yeah. Uh, and we debut a new segment. What, what's the exciting new segment we have, Ryan? Well, um, uh, we ha- got a lot of emails last episode, so we should probably just start doing a mailbag episode. We finally got all those emails and bunched them up together and put them in a bag. And, <laughs> and also, we, we, we just figured it, it'd be a good way to end the show instead of like these depressing, these depressing Tom, Tom stories. Like, hope he doesn't, you know, lose it this but, time. I mean, just to like give you a little taste, I have um, an, one of the emails here. I, could, I was just going to start, you know, start it oh, off with. Oh, yeah. So you selected a special email from... So um, this is from uh, a buddy, another buddy from the UK um, named Owen Cockburn from the UK. Uh, he actually, before I get into this part, he actually said, P.S. Scott Rayner is what he says. Not Renor. You kept saying Scott Renor. Well, you said Renor. I said Rainer. Oh, maybe. maybe okay, <laughs> I flipped it. <laughs> Scott Rainer is what he would say. Yeah. So, Rainer. Wait, so I was right? I I thought, well, I was saying Rainer. Was you I saying? were saying Renor. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like I, I did think it was Scott Renor. All right. It's Rainer, I guess. <laughs> like I kept thinking of Lenore from King of the Hill. <laughs> <laughs> but he says this. He says, um, hello. When are you going to record your country version of Sober? I burst out laughing in the middle of a supermarket when you guys done that or did that, I guess is probably what he meant. So, yeah, when is that going to happen? Well, you know, it's funny you say that, Ron. I, uh, the other day, was in the back of my truck and drinking some beers. And yeah. What kind of beers were they? American beers. American. I can say that now. That's a real beer. I was drinking America. America beers. <laughs> and, uh... You know, I, I was just—I've been having these women problems. Yeah, what happened? You know, a lot of stuff, and uh, I wanted to express what happened in song form. Mm-hmm. So I got out my my four track recorder uh, in the back of my truck, and I laid down under the stars, under stars, and I laid down uh, a song. You know, talking about well, well the thing is, I I couldn't call this girl until I was sobered from my American beers, and uh, so to hold me over, I recorded a little song. And you you dropped by while I was yeah uh, you know I was just you know I was in the neighborhood you know just you know picking the shit off the chicken coops and uh, <laughs> picking the shit off the chicken coops <laughs> and saw you in that. That's field. how farming works. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Take your pants off. 
sober I woke up in the pouring rain West side Humboldt, 7 a.m. Sleeping by a dumpster to keep me dry With the radio on and a new black eye But I bet you couldn't knock me out And I guess you really got me now Black sedan on a red light Just a drunken bike messenger a Tuesday night No one messed up and it might be over let me call you when I'm sober On the dandelion, you're a four-leaf clover But let me call you when I'm sober She undressed and we stumbled downstairs Fell into the table as the neighbors just stared Laughed out loud and smashed their lights Digging with her hands in the dirt outside And she dragged me to the edge of town And she slapped me, then she pulled me down I can do bad and you can do better Spending all night getting lost together I know I messed up and it might be over Let me call you when I'm sober I'm a dandelion, you're a four-leaf clover Let me call you when I'm sober No, 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 no When I'm sober Hello and welcome to Take Off Your Pants and Podcast. I'm Mike. And I'm Ryan. Ryan. I'm Ryan. And uh, you're probably wondering what the hell you just heard. (laughs) Maybe. (laughs) Or maybe you know exactly what you just heard. (laughs) Longtime listeners of the show will uh, no doubt... (laughs) Or just from two episodes ago. (laughs) Or from two episodes. Well, that's long, relatively long in our brief run. Yeah, it's a a, a setup and a punchline. So we did it. We did what everyone was asking for, um, everyone being, I think, one person. (laughs) Yeah, and maybe in us. And uh, and (laughs) three people if you count us. We did a country version of sober yeah so what do you think about it ryan how do you think this turned out <laughs> i absolutely adore it do we, um, should we break down who who did what on the it, <laughs> sure um i mean it I was guess. a joint effort it was yeah. just the two of us yeah well you did most of the musical well, i did the things. i did the the guitar and you did the the, <laughs> the <drums>. tambourine <laughs> And and then we both provided our our our, our Hoppus and Skiba like back and forth. Yeah, but we kind of swapped. I uh, kind of swapped it. Yeah, I uh, I tried to approach it as like Gomer Pyle singing a song. Um, I think I think we both did some pretty valiant efforts. Yeah, um, it was funny. You know, I hope those close ears will listen into the uh, the, the fine guitar, it makes me the even tasteful like, guitar licks and yeah, it organ. Make, <laughs> it makes me even like the the real song even more. Yeah, you know, actually, like uh, learning it on the guitar, doing that little um, uh, the part for the pre-chorus. You know, I'm Dan Lion yeah, yeah. or uh, You're for the Clover. It was it was kind of like making me realize, oh, this is a classic Blink riff here on the guitar. Um, which, which I think is kind of making me feel like I like that song more, and I dislike the production on that song more. I just love it. 
Yeah, you're still a full team sober. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I it do was, hope it, now. Now I really am gunning for it. I hope it, it was like the last song for me to like too. You know, well, Los Angeles. Well, it, lot, that one can, is not even. It's not even canon yeah. for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the the thrall. Uh, <laughs> Thrawn. <laughs> Thrawn. <laughs> Thrawn. That's the Thrawn universe of. Uh, <laughs> No, it's it deserves its place in the blink canon. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I I do though hope sober becomes popular because now I'm uh, tied to it in some way. So if the song blows up, you know maybe maybe our cover cover. I just will, want well, I want Mark Hoppus to hear this. I do want him to hear it. I think that there is something. <laughs> I think he would they would get the biggest kick out of it. I could see them backstage laughing before they go on stage. Too. I think there's something about this song that does. I don't know what it is, but it's indefinably country to me, and it, I I feel like yeah, it just. Li- yeah. Just doing this, it just came together. Like we did this in like a couple Two seconds. <laughs> like it, it, it was. It's it's crazy how quickly this was. Like, oh yeah, this makes total sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was just funny. Like I remember we were doing it, and the like I would do the verse, and I was like, no, I got it back. No, that's not the voice I want to do. I want to do it like this. <laughs> and I was just like, well, and I was like, no, that's not. Enough. Yeah, I think uh, like ninety percent of the recording time was Ryan trying out different voices <laughs> for the first verse. I should have saved some of those. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then those, uh, then I changed it like halfway. I was like, oh, that's the one. There's the voice. It's like I got to remember. Do you remember? It, you, it was the part you were you were singing and you're like, I'm a dandy learn. You're like that's it. Learn, <laughs> learn. Remember that. Learn, <laughs> learn. <laughs> I'm a Dana Land. That's what I was like. Oh yeah. shit, that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough, but that was fun. I hope they appreciate that we suffered for this art. <laughs> it was really good. Okay, I came together super quick, and um, maybe Blink will it'll, it'll go down, and they'll do it that way. Oh uh, yeah, country style. Yeah, that's probably what's gonna happen. They're gonna hear it and be like, "Oh yeah, that's that's the way we got to take this." <laughs> So yeah, I mean it was fun, and um, I'm glad we uh, worked that out after kind of impromptu doing it on the episode a couple t- a couple of sets. <laughs> yeah, I hope uh, I hope you liked it, and it wasn't uh, you know even <laughs> if no one likes readers. it, it was good enough for me. <laughs> I, I got we just lot. lost everybody. For, uh, <laughs> we lost all of our listeners. <laughs> There's one listener. It's the guy who was like, "You guys should do that." <laughs> And he just listened to say, like, I just want to listen to say that was awful. Yeah. (laughs) You sons of bitches. So the New Yorker wrote an article about Blink-182. Yeah, which is a pretty big publication. Yeah. I mean, pretty. (laughs) I don't know if you've heard of the New Yorker. Um, Pretty pristine. They're a, you know, well-respected journal of fiction and nonfiction. Yeah. Um, Actually, like... Uh, you know, it is kind of crazy how many writers come out of the New Yorker. Uh, Malcolm Gladwell, the guys, I just read Blink from my book club mm. a few months ago, and he's from not New related York. to Blink One Eighty Two, right? Uh, well, only in so far as it's named Blink. <laughs> uh, so they did a, basically like review of California, but Kinda, it was yeah. more uh, an article about Blink One Eighty Two and sort of I think it more than. I've read some good stuff, you know, about Blink Way too. I'm not saying everything I've read, like the media doesn't portray Blink Ray. Um, but I just feel like they really hit the nail on the head with um just kind of Blink's spot and culture, what is important about it, what is uh what kind of resonates with people, what mm-hmm. what about it doesn't resonate resonate with everybody, you know, why it kind of does have a specific audience. Mm-hmm. And um 
I don't know. I just thought it was really good. I, yeah. So I sent it to you a little bit before the show. Yeah, what did, I read what did it before. Like, I was like getting in my car from work, and I just sat in my car and read it. Like, well, before I, I, I didn't read it and drove and drive, you know. Right, but, right. but no, it was really barreling down the highway with one hand on the wheel. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of like a what was the title? It was like pump pop punk for all ages or something like that for all ages something yeah. like it was interesting it kind of went through like the whole like no effects kind of coming up with this thing but then it kind of went back to the descendants sort of like making this sound well they they, and, they kind of paint this picture as pop punk is this thing that was bubbling up with the descendants and no effects mm-hmm. um and green day and then sort of blink were able to crystallize it and and kind of that that um not not to, not as like a diss, I think, to like no effects or the sense or anything like that, but just that sort of like they they kind of combined all these different things that were going on with the, within this genre mm-hmm. and became like you know the Beatles of that genre. You mm-hmm. know, they were like the band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the way like Led Zeppelin kind of did with hard rock or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was pretty interesting. It was good. It was like yeah, and kind of did a little bit of it kind of touched on California a little bit. It was mostly like. What, like it's crazy these guys are 40 and 44 you know Skiba and Mark and, and you probably like the fact they didn't like Los, Los Angeles <laughs> they said that was like the worst song in the album <laughs> it's because it, yeah it just they said Los An- they said something about like Los Angeles is a reminder of like what an ordinary song could be and is like very, what Blink like, could have keep came or something yeah, like that. Yeah. Like in a bad way. Like this is what a lesser band would have become. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I see the point. I, I guess I, well, I, it kind of talked about like how, you know, Blink spawns like stuff like good Charlotte and Avril Lavigne, which Avril Lavigne could probably was probably even bigger than Blink at a, some point, you know? And, um, and uh, and kind of like maybe this is what that those type of bands would have went to or something you know just I think that's kind of yeah. like how I read it yeah but it was a good little article and it, it and what I, the reason why I wanted to bring it up is just uh, and it's kind of one of the things that inspired this podcast was last year there was that article about oh, Enema yeah. the State and just like people taking it seriously taking like the the blink of this and just it, it, you never <laughs> like, read articles like that. like that growing up of like just of them taking this band seriously because well, it's, it's it's something we talked about last episode you know people like shit on this band like they're the perennial <laughs> underdogs yeah and um yeah it's kind of neat to see this this like serious discussion of it <laughs> you know even though like the article didn't wasn't like totally serious but it was just like really well I don't know, written and cool. I yeah, I, and but yeah, I guess by serious, I don't. I, I mean, maybe uh, thoughtful would be a better yeah, word. Yeah, thoughtful. Yeah, uh, not just like oh, it's a joke band, or oh, it's like a joke band. And now it's yeah. all dark. And it's gritty. just cool. Yeah, this it, that it, it it was just like the music of so many people's you know young childhoods or teenage years and stuff like that, and and these people still like like the band. A lot of them, yeah, you know, kind of. Thing. I, I think what we're what we're seeing um, kind of come out with the woodwork in California is that this band um, is one of several bands that that really resonated with children and young adults of a certain time. Mm -hmm. And what's proving to be unique about this band, not that it's the only band that does this, but um, it's one of very few, I think it's kind of proving to be one that people are still going back to Mm -hmm. and, and kind of remembering in a fond way yeah. as opposed to like, Oh, I can't believe I used to listen to like whatever back in high school. True. Yeah. It's like, you know what? No, they were good in high school and they're goddamn <laughs> great now. 
<laughs> yeah, like the, it, it's it's cool because you could go back and all those songs like it's corn it's awesome. is corn is a band that that would be the opposite of that. <laughs> I don't think corn corn like I know they got their fans out there and like power to you. You know they're doing what they like, do. I, yeah, but but it's not like you don't you don't brag about being a corn fan. <laughs> That's my corn impression. That's a pretty good one. Yeah. It's a good Jonathan Taylor. <laughs> yeah, Thomas? Jonathan Taylor Thomas, is it? No. Jonathan just... Taylor Thomas is... Uh, yeah, it's The Lion King. King. It's not the same name, though. <laughs> He's Jonathan Simba. Davis? Jonathan Davis? I don't know. It's Jonathan something. But I, I had I had a neighbor across uh, behind me John that Hinkle. loved stuff like... No, but he loved uh, corn and disturbed and stuff like that. And I remember getting in the car with him, and he hated Blink One Eight Two. Like he was just like, this is so dumb. He's just like, oh god. And, uh, and meanwhile, it's just like, dig, bury me. What's the second? That's my disturbed mud impression. Oh, it's Mudvayne. It is Mudvayne. Yeah, yeah. God, disturbed but- is like, oh what, what. <laughs> 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 Wait, what is the third? What is that song they had? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you guys are gonna love this episode. Oh, that's so beautiful to listen to. I'm imagining just some one of those people who like goes to sleep listening to a podcast. They're gonna be like, these guys sound like they don't like these bands, but they definitely know the songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but no, I don't. Yeah, it, it's cool. Like hearing like them. Like people mention like lines and music and like how like great it is and like I forget what article it was but it was someone like mentioning like um how great like going away to college is and just like the lyrics and like the melodies and stuff and how they in the um turn of phrases and all that crap yeah. and it's just like there's people recognizing that they're they were or are great songwriters you know yeah so. <laughs> well <and laughs> even that's for what, that genre you know and that's well I think that's kind of you know that's what they are you know they're not great musicians in the sense that they're not like going to be shredding on their instruments or like doing crazy vocal challenge. You know, they're, uh, they're great songwriters augmented with like a, <laughs> a insane virtuoso drummer. Yeah. yeah. And that, they mentioned that in the, in the article, yeah. you know, yeah. Where it's just like, holy crap, this guy's the opposite of these other guys. <laughs> yeah, they have they have the little tidbit in there. I'd never heard that uh, when he told the Aquabats he was going to leave Blink, they were like, are you joking? <laughs> <laughs> I never heard that either. Yeah, that was great. Um, so speaking of Travis, would yeah. this be a good time good, to... Good job on that transition. ...go into uh, his Instagram videos. Apparently or, they're or getting, Snapchats or something like that, or oh, both. Yeah. He showed uh, some of the stuff from the new tour that they're going to be doing. Yeah, like rehearsals. It sounds like we're going to be hearing some songs that we haven't heard before live. True, and also it's awesome that they have a whole new set going on. I know. On. It looks pretty promising. I, it, now seeing all that shit, like I almost... I'm not gonna be able to not look at videos before our show. But Do you want to like, like wait till we like just how, see it live? It, like it also like a set list. Like it, it like if if it is a different set list, it'd be so great to be surprised. Yeah, but it's like I'm watching. I'm that. hoping they do slight variations for each show. Yeah, like that's what it, I'd like be close, to see. Though. Swap out. I mean, that'd be Mark. Mark at least, and I don't. I don't know to the extent Skeever or Travis, but Mark has seemed pretty like savvy to the internet in general, and I feel like nowadays with youtube and people sharing shows immediately 
Um, I get that you can't do a whole new set every, mm-hmm. you know, that's insane. But but swapping out, like having like two or three songs you swap out, um, I feel like is a good way to kind of keep it a little interesting. Um, I've seen some bands do that before, yeah. and I hope they do that. Well, it was just cool because they, they're showing, like Mark took a picture of, uh, there's like a carpet that's like the California um like album art that's like on the ground just cool and there was like weird cool projection going on behind them with like looked like the the car from the album and uh just some really bright colors yeah. like really crazy LEDs behind them and so I'm like excited to see it looks that. like a summer concert yeah and it looks like huge like they're just pyrotechnics m- fucking money in that yeah major label and uh yeah like it's nuts like it's it's and i'm really really excited because the last few times i've seen blink have been like in festival settings Mm. where uh it's basically just like uh like nothing really behind yeah it's just the festivals when was the last time you saw like a blink it was like their show um the last time was probably so i saw one of the last shows i went was at um in vegas actually and it was on top of the roof of the cosmopolitan like in the pool you know, which yeah. was pretty fucking cool, like but that, that was like a small stage kind of thing too. It was like a small, it was a lot of people, but it was like a smaller than usual, right? Um, and that was just like lights, you know. What was of that thing. part of like some event or something? No, or? it was basically Blink at Cosmopolitan. That was at it. I don't even know who opened up for him, you know. But it was really cool. And then before that was, I do you not know who opened up for him. I don't even. I can't remember who. It oh, was. you don't remember? Okay, <laughs> I, was, I, I, was like, I think we were. Where we were, I was like, were you just like blindfolded and thrown no, into this we, pool <laughs> on a roof and Blink was playing? Like, was it empty, or did you see Blink or did you like? This, are you talking about when you did acid? <laughs> well, it was an empty pool, and then also we were drinking heavily before that Blink came on. Um, this was Vegas, after yeah, all. So you got drunk in a pool in Vegas, and it, someone walked by with like a Blink, <laughs> an empty pool, and then Blink was playing. It's like, oh shit! No, we went to Vegas for Blink. Like we flew up there it was crazy wow. um from from phoenix. phoenix it's a quick flight it's like yeah, it's like 20 a, minutes it's not that far and it's cheap too <laughs> it's really cheap to go from phoenix to vegas and uh so i was like probably spend the same amount of money fucking driving yeah but uh anyway before that was like they had summer festivals in phoenix where blink was the headliner but it was still like um that one of the last ones uh follow boy played before them and they got booed off stage I swear to God, they played like half an hour. Were they were, to go like were they messing up or something? Or no, was it people just, were just like during just, their set. Just Blake, because Blake, your Blake, 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 Blake uh, during Fall Out Boy's set. Wow, how do you believe that shit? I was like, I, I kind of felt it bad a little bit, but at the same time, I was like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't like Fall Out Boy, but I also like I feel bad for anyone getting booed off stage well, this for no was, like good reason. It's just kind of in between. So it's like it was after it was like right before I think Fall Out Boy broke up for the first time, yeah. ever, and then now they're back like bigger than ever, I yeah. guess. But it's like it was right around that time, so it was just like people just like they were only played for like half an hour when they were had, supposed to play like full 45, 50 minutes or something. Wow. Um, and before that though, was like a lot of like Arizona, Arizona weed kind of bands, you know, like the sub- kind of, bands. <laughs> like I'm talking about like, like pepper and, uh, what's another one. They're kind of like sublime ish sort of bands, you know, kind of thing. I'm trying I to think know. of another one. <laughs> Pepper's one of them. And there's another one too that played before where it's just weed craziness. And, and they're like really popular. stand out in the desert and smoke my bomb. <laughs> Not like that. That's <laughs> 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 like Bob Marley. Just like the kind of like sublime S type music. That's really like authority. I was, I, was, I, was, I was trying to go for sublime with that. Oh. 
<laughs> I smoked two joints in the uh, maybe I guess, I guess you're right but that's really popular in Arizona and those played before and then Fall Out Boy and no one gave a shit everyone was like Blake <laughs> and then but the last time this is a long <laughs> fucking answer to your question the last time I saw like a blink headlining oh, show was that No Doubt uh, 2004-ish wow type show. So that was the last time you just saw like a normal ass tour that show. was like I think the last time in Arizona that they had like a, a normal show. They didn't come with the neighborhoods tour. It that that was like it was the oh, festival. Thing. That was what they did. So I saw the neighborhoods tour um, in two thousand. It would have been two thousand eleven, two thousand twelve, mm-hmm. um, in Virginia mm-hmm. um, when I was going to uh, law school there, and it was great. But <laughs> it, it, it was great. great. Um, but yeah, uh, I th- so. I, I guess I've seen it since the comeback, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think before that it was the reunion tour. Um, or not the reunion tour, sorry, the um, Untitled. Untitled, yeah. Untitled tour. Um, Which was, that was cool, because, I mean, it was weird, though, because it was, like, no doubt played after them. and Yeah. I mean, we talked about it on the show before, but yeah, it made me a fan of the Man, so is this going to be your first time that you've just seen a Blink tour where they headline and they play? Well, last? those ones were headlining Blink shows, but they were not like their full... Right. The best way to well, put it is I, they I, I just mean as far setup. as like you seeing the stage decorations, everything like that, like this is... I would think so, because other than that, like it was... Um, this is the first time you're experiencing... Well, I remember seeing no it doubt, at like those, those festival Blink shows. Show. Usually they would have like... I remember they had like a setup where it looked like almost like circles behind them huh. that had like lights in between them. Do you know what I'm talking about? It was yeah, almost like, yeah. Uh, it was that, but the thing is, is that they're not like, it's not like fully set up because it's like a, it's like an outdoor uh, stage. So like those are there and the lights are the same, but yeah. it's not quite like their full production. Yeah. And uh, mm-hmm. it's like maybe like a quarter or half of the production. Yeah. Um, so that's why I'm excited to just go to this. I think it's, it's going to be really cool. Yeah. So why don't we talk about, so this is something we've covered a lot on this show is the set list and how they've kind of. One of the gripes, uh, <laughs> you know, what really grinds our gears. <laughs> uh, these greatest hits uh, set lists. Yeah, just because um, it's just been so long, it's happened. So it's been, it's been. I, I think everyone can kind of agree the set list has. Well, it's just it has been similar for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, although it, you know, it's not like I don't want to sound like too negative on it. It's like it's packed with great songs. Yeah, true. and I think we we did a little exercise here at the <laughs> uh, Take Off Your Pants and Podcast Headquarters mm-hmm. where we tried to come up with our, our ideal set list. True, and they weren't though. The the caveat I think, um, although I, I guess we didn't say this for sure, so maybe you're you're going to prove me wrong here. Oh, okay, I think we did still try to go for a realistic set list. I think that was the goal is to paint like, let's say I'm Blink's manager or like the Blink's headline set decider guy. (laughs) You don't think it's them? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm whatever. I'm the person in charge of, I've been hired by Blink to make this decision. Okay. I want, I want to be a good tour. I want everyone to be happy, like who comes to see it. And I have to, you know, most people are going to be casual fans, you know? Um, so I, I, I didn't want to just make it all of just my favorite. This isn't a collection of my favorite blink songs is Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. This is something that I think would be a concert that everyone would walk away from and be like, that was awesome. From the super fan to the person who's just into all the small things and heard bored to death in his back. Yeah. 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 Um, is that, is that how you went about kind of, I think, 
<laughs> did we say what we did? That we we were kind of talking about it, like when you're realistic, and then you were like, "No, let's just do our like the set list we want to hear." At one point, and I, that's kind of what I did a little bit. Yeah, but I did I did think about that, like if yeah. realistic. So my. I looking back, I because we both we both create a set list separately, and I don't know how you want to go about this. If we should go like, what's your song number one? What's my song number one? I don't know if that makes sense or if we should just. I think go. that'd be good, but let's let's do it like a little quickly because there's going to be like a lot of songs. Okay, but I think I think that'd be well, good. Well, we decided like we started like it looked like from their set lists they play about 23, 22 songs or something. I think we're yeah. at like twenty five. <laughs> that's well, what I'm kind of yeah, and that's about at. what I'm at too. And I have some joke songs. I I was looking at mostly that they keep it to like an hour and a half or like true, so but that. that's like hour and a half with breaks as well. Right, right, so, right. Yeah. So I was looking at like an hour and a half of music. Basically. Okay. I, oh, I, an hour and a half of music. Yeah, well, maybe, I, I think, don't know. Cause I, mine, okay. I got to about 25 songs. You can find us on Spotify. Um, uh, Ryan, Darth Ryan, is that? You just, I think you can look up my name and it pulls it up. Ryan usually. Caldwell, yeah, yeah or, Michael Althaus. My, if I put my middle name, it's easier. Ryan Lee Caldwell. Ryan Lee Caldwell <laughs> and Michael Althaus. But maybe we'll name them certain things. Like, we'll name them, like, T-O-Y, whatever the hell our acronym of our show is called. T-Y-O-P. Yeah, anyway, we're going to post these playlists on our Spotify. We'll have links or something. And we'll we'll provide some links so you can check out the this this um, set list and see if you think it works well, if it flows well, if it's good. And we'd love for you all to to write in what your ideal set list would be because I've, I've heard from a lot of people that they want it to change, and I think it's uh, an interesting exercise to try and come up with sort of like, all right, well, let's say put them in your shoes and like, what would you do? Because you can't just play yeah voyeur and lemmings and yeah. you know as much as like you i mean know, the super could, fan maybe but. well it's like uh first song <laughs> voyeur well, second song lemmings well on mine like so looking back at it like my playlist is a little bit mark heavy i feel like well, that's, which is good that's a fair angle to so take, though. i kind of did and then there's all, there's a few songs on here that i just like i couldn't figure out where to put so like maybe they can be ter- ter- taken out but what i mostly went for was like um I wanted to have a couple a few of the singles in there, you know, like usual. Right. Um one thing I realized when you just said bored to death, I didn't put bored to death in there. Wow. So oh, you have to have that. It has like, to that be has somewhere. to be in there. I'll think about it when it, we're we're going through this. Yeah. But like if if you're going to do a realistic set list, it ha- they <laughs> they can't not have bored to death on there. Yeah, so maybe I should throw it in there somewhere, but but I realized that this is a fucking like balls of the wall set list like mine is oh, almost like there's no hell yeah there's no it's like there's no breaks like at all yeah <laughs> it is like a fucking non-stop storm and there's a couple little pop like there should, there needs to be a slowdown right here so i have like one there and it's like <laughs> and uh and mostly how i went about this is like one of my favorite things about um uh, seeing bands live is like them leading in the other songs and stuff. And yeah. so I was kind of like going at it in that kind of thing where like, how could like these three songs go? And so the way I approached it is exactly the same way where I wanted to create like almost like thinking about it as like combining a bunch of mini EPs. So yeah. like there, I, I tried to have like chunks of songs that are sort of like an arc that gives you like a, a certain feeling that when you watch the whole concert, this was there's a reason why these songs all were put together in this order and everything yeah. in the same way you would listen to an album and think like that's kind of what I did too and then I, I realized it like looking back like I sort of have a kind of a thing where it almost looks like I kind of go like 
like two songs on an album and then it goes, it keeps going, but there's kind of a reason for it in a way. So I try my best to kind of split it up like where it's like different albums, every song, but there's a few here, especially toward the end where I go like two songs from that album, two songs from this album, two songs from that album. Well, I I did something where, cause I think one of the things that if I were them, I would want to communicate to the fans, especially the casual fans who you have their attention for Mm -hmm. an hour and a half at this show is that the new blink, um, is still blink. Mm-hmm. And so I tried to incorporate the new songs. I kind of spaced them out in ways. So they I were, I did they were bunched within groups of other songs to kind of see like, see, this sounds like this, doesn't it? You know, like that. Yeah, kind of thing. I did the same thing. Well, why don't we, why don't we, why don't we just get dive into it? So what, what Ryan and your ideal set list for this show coming up this tour, what do you want them to open with? Um, I put on here and there's, there's actually a couple places here. I'm like, ah, that, I'm not sure about this one, but this one I definitely is, should be the first song. Um, I think would be great. would be cynical. I have a number one, you know, I do as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that was my number one. Sick. I think it's the first song on, I think they need new opener, mm-hmm. um, because feeling this has been the opener forever and it's just, it's, it's a bit of a bummer to just always start at the show knowing what you're expecting. True. And um, I think Cynical, the way it plays, it instrumentally introduces the members. And I think it's an obvious way to, you know, have Black, Spotlight on Mark, Spotlight on Travis, Spotlight on Skiba. Cool. Bam, blink. And then, like, it's so short, then you, like, drop the curtain, reveal the set, blast into the next song. Yeah, exactly. That's how I pictured yeah. it. Yeah. When you said that one time the other with Spotlights, I'm like, that's how they got to do it. And they better do it. And plus, it's it is so short, especially for a new song. Um, it's it's hard to start a show with a new song. Yeah. Um, but I think this it has so much energy and craziness so that people sh- would still just go crazy. Yeah. And plus, everyone so- that's heard the album is gonna know that song. Like, you know, a lot of people will think will. I think yeah. half the audience. No, I think a lot of people know. will. And it's and again, it's so short that it's kind of forgivable if if you don't recognize it. You're kind of like, what is that? Mark singing? We're like, oh, Travis is going nuts, and like, oh, it's all punk. Okay, the, what? There's a song now. Whoa, you know. <laughs> Yeah. So what what do you have going into it after Cynical to alleviate from the from the the new song? This might be a point of, and I I went took so long to figure out number 2. I did too. This was <laughs> tough for me. And um, I <laughs> but I ended up falling on and I'll tell you why I fell on Pathetic is the second song. Okay. <laughs> you just like I, why? <laughs> the flow of that doesn't sound good to me. I think it does. Is sell, sell me on it. So for one thing it's like the song has is fast punk thing so i wanted to continue into another punk thing and um also it has both them singing back and forth which i think is cool be both singers and also um from going off cynical into pathetic where like the main lyric is like this is where i belong is like for some reason just like a great theme for me that is really good yeah (laughs) that is really good i i think I'm with you most of it. I think my only thing is I think those two songs kind of set you up for, although maybe I guess I don't know which songs you've picked, but I think it sets you for up for more of a punk show than I'm expecting. This is a punk. punk. My, my set list is a punk. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I say it's balls the wall, the whole fucking thing. So it's after a- Pathetic, they played Buddha. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, telling, I'm telling this is a punk set. Like right. I realized it afterwards. Like This is like... They're not going to be able to. They're going to die after this. <laughs> they're not going to be able to play their instruments. Travis is going to have a heart attack. Yeah, Mark's going to not have any breath. In his yeah, he's thing. vegan. No, Travis is going to be fine. But yeah, Mark is just going to like out of breath fall hole. over. <laughs> the set is cra- is not realistic in All that right. sense, but it's it's pretty good. 
I'm stoked to hear. So for me, I had the second song being uh, "She's Out of Her Mind." Oh wow! Which I'm hoping is going to be that's just that's that's too many new songs in the for, in the beginning. I feel like. <laughs> well, the thing is, I'm hoping it's going to be a single relatively soon. Yeah. And at that point, it's like, hey, here's our first new single. It's classic Blink. So again, my theme is a little bit of like Blink is back. We're the Blink you know and love. Yeah. And this is a song that right out the gate after... I, I'm with you. Like Normally, I would be like too many new songs in a row, but I think because Cynical is so short, this almost acts as sort of like one song. Or Cynical acts as like the intro. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you want to save Bored to Death for later. But I just think She's Out of Her Mind is just so classic Blink that it's just like, you know, I feel like super casual fans might not even really know if it's a new song or not. They'd True. just be like, is this like a Blink song I hadn't heard before? And like, oh, it's a new song. New mm-hmm. song? What? <laughs> you know? What song is that? I've heard that in, 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 um, in like concerts before where you hear someone behind you like, what song is this? I don't know it. Because I don't know if they like like it. What concert like are you going to? They're like, what song is this? My <laughs> con- what uh, song is this? <laughs> yeah, I remember being like brand new shows and they'll play like B-sides and people like, yeah. like not just moving. Uh, you don't know this is one of the demos from Dublin Godrich and stayed me. You don't know Brothers? Fuck you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so what do you, what do you have after Pathetic? Uh, this is what I wanted I, for a while. So right now we've got to- Cynical, Pathetic. We're like, all right, f- full <laughs> down on the break or on uh, the gas pedal. This was my second for a while, but it got bumped by Pathetic to Rock Show is what I went that's next. That's good. I like that. Um, no, that makes that makes a lot of sense. I it, think that's good at three. Yeah, and uh, it was mostly just like, it's everyone everybody knows, you know, kind of thing, and it's going to be, it just, like, I went with the steam going on with this whole thing, where this yeah. is this like, this is the rock show, like, this we're going ham. And this, and this we're going is, ham. And, and after rock shows, when they take their first break. So they've gone nonstop since... They've Wait, gone, they take a break after rock well, show? Well, like, they, you know, they, like it's been like nonstop songs. It's been cynical, right. pathetic, rock right. show without a break in between the songs. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. I have that in here. <laughs> what am I thinking, Oh, too? Like, the, like, they're not even addressing the audience at this point. It's just like, what? Are they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, they haven't stopped to say, so like, gone, hello. So they've done three songs before they, like, address the audience? Yeah. Okay. Which is normal. That's yeah. pretty normal. I'd normally go two, but threes are, threes, threes within the realm of reason. <laughs> So I actually this this is might be the first controversial thing about my list. What? It's already I, controversial. She's out of her mind. I don't have the rock show on it. Really? Yeah. I don't have. She's out of her mind. Yeah. <laughs> I I did try to have a lot of newer stuff on here because wow. I want them to really embrace their new stuff, and I feel like it's it's really good, and I think especially it will work well live. Okay. Um. So what I had after she has out of her mind. So I had so I had cynical. She's out of her mind, and then what's my age again? Okay, that's pretty good. Um, I thought it was like... That kind of seems like they're around there. They played that in the, the third song usually, or second or third a lot of the time. Right. I kind of like that it that it keeps the energy going of like Cynical and She's Out of Her Mind, which I feel like are pretty... It's not punk, but it's like fast, you know? Mm-hmm. And it, it brings it down like to nine from ten, you know? <laughs> and it is totally just a slice of familiar blink. And That's um, what my thinking with Rock Show was. Yeah. So I guess we were on the same page there, but I wanted to like make it like not more mellow, but just like not quite as intense. And you were like, "Let's keep it, <laughs> let's keep the gas this, down." My, I told you, my floor. fucking set is like is pretty far. So advanced. what's after rock show? Now it, they've they've just like lost their feeling in their wrists. <laughs> 
How are they gonna? How are they gonna? Skiba's like sweating they take a like break. crazy. They took his, a break. His bands are falling off of his wristbands are falling off. They take a little breather to go. Hey, what's up? We're Brooklyn too. We're like one, two, three, four. Don't leave me. Is what I go next. Oh God. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Don't it leave. Sounds me. fun as hell. It's gonna be the funnest show it ever. Fun. Like people are gonna die just from their them sweating and bouncing around. So what I have after what's my age again? So they've done three <laughs> songs now. Um, they address the crowd uh, and built this pool comes in. The okay. first of several joke songs okay. that um, that is basically build this pool is in there to be maybe pacing wise my address the crowd or pause between those <laughs> like build this pool. The joke songs I have in there, I, I don't see them as there. I mean, it's like 16 seconds. You know, I see them as breaks. Mm-hmm. So, you know, after what's my age again, built this pool, maybe like, you know, maybe do some jokes or whatever. Um yeah, so okay. So, what do you have after you don't leave me? Which is a great choice. That's a that's a really fun song. They haven't really played live. Yeah, they have a couple times, I think, but it's pretty simple. Yeah, they could do um, it. So, so like the next one, this one, I, I, this is more of like a song that I want to hear. Where I'm like, oh yeah, like I just want to hear this song, and I couldn't really fig- figure out a great place to put it, to be honest. And it was sort of like Benoit Balls. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's Apple Shampoo, but oh, that's I just a really good I, choice. I couldn't figure out where to put it really, and I was like one where I was just it like, it is weird because my the thing is my I more my last set half of the set is more of like this order that I like love, yeah, and this is just one I couldn't figure out where to put it, and so and I was I, just like, I, I had a similar feeling with that and some other songs, and it kind of makes me like relate to like I wonder if they've had these same kind of dilemmas, like yeah, we love Apple Shampoo, but like where are you gonna put it on a set list? Kind yeah, of thing, you know, so that's more of just like a dream thing. I just want to hear that song. Mm. So that's that's sort of a wild card, I would say. Okay. So, uh, well, is that your next song? Yeah. So we're now on our fifth song. So mine is Pathetic, actually. Oh, wow. So I, I love that song, and I think that you, you, what you said I agree with, that it'd be fun to see Sikiba and Mark doing it, like mm-hmm. any back and forth, because... Um, again, with my theme of like incorporating the new album into this, uh, one of the big themes of the new album is the back and forth vocals. So I think it'd be fun to kind of bring back the older songs that had more of that going on. That's kind of a lot of my set. It was most like I'd say Mark led, but like with um, Skiba, with a lot, like Skiba can do back. Like I don't really have a lot of songs where it's like Skiba only. Mm. So, so I, my only placing with pathetic after like what's made you going to build this pool is I like the little like bump up with like cynical she's are mine what's mage again break it down for like build this pool then just like back like okay back into it again okay. like now that we've had this little audience break talk now like another like inner yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. what i was saying about it. i think it works as like starting something okay well like I, I i think all right so apple shampoo that's gonna be that wild card where it can be replaced with stuff because i have a few songs on here i'm just like songs that i'd want to hear yeah. but like like just couldn't figure out where to fit them and so that's kind of like my place for it for that and the other songs i'll just say like that one's that like I just couldn't figure out where to put them, but like, I really want to hear these songs. Yeah. I'll just say them all right now. Just, and I'll probably delete these Do you want to ruin off. the suspense? A little bit, but these are just ones that would have been in place of that, like the apple shampoo right. line. So uh, I always want to hear, these are mostly just songs I always want to hear live. So I have party song on there. And one of my ideas for that was maybe like, uh, what if, since it's so, it's probably so hard to sing and play that song that like they bring someone out from the audience to sing it type of thing. Yeah. <laughs> that was my idea. Or I always wanted to hear, um, the other one was, uh, 
Anthem was another one I always wanted to hear live. But that one would really be good at that point. So those are just all scratched off my list, basically. Okay. So my next real song after that uh, is my one of my first new ones since Cynical. And um, it'd be Kings of the Weekend. Oh, all right. Interesting. Yeah. So, so what's your thoughts on that? Um, most like mostly it's to do with it going into the next song, but uh, <laughs> uh, after maybe don't leave me. They need to keep, catch their breath again, I guess, or apple shampoo, whatever it would. And uh, it mostly would just be like, hey, you know, they address is one of our new songs, um, and uh, it's almost just like, yeah, we're the kings of this type of music kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah. I like that. So I have, after Pathetic, I have, and like I said, I have these little blocks where I try to have like similar groups of songs. After Pathetic goes into Rabbit Hole, which mm. I think live will read, uh, would read very similar to Pathetic and be like a really fun back-to-back. Cool. I wish I could fit Rabbit Hole in there somewhere. You don't have it anywhere. No. I, w- I want to, but I just, there was the other ones came first, I think. The other What do you What do you songs. think about the idea of Pathetic into Rabbit Hole? That's pretty good. That'd be good. Yeah. Uh, so after Rabbit Hole, I have online songs. Ooh. Um, I think that those three songs back to back would just be like a really fun. Fuck Actually, yeah. there's one more part of this. Um, yeah, go ahead. I'll do, I'll do that. You do that, and I'll do mine. Little. Uh, yeah. So I have uh, pathetic rabbit hole online songs, and then Josie. Oh, nice. That's my like little. You know what's funny is I have later in my set Josie and online songs next to each other, but it's toward the end. Hmm. Hmm. So. <laughs> So my thing you mentioned like a while ago that you thought the Kings of the Weekend um, drum part was a lot like the After, After Midnight. Midnight. So I actually have, um, and they would have to rework the song a little bit, but I have Kings of the Weekend into After Midnight kind of thing. Nice. I feel like that'd be a cool way to. Would transition. that be like a, a Travis drum solo? Like maybe like he would like kind of you know it, it, the Kings of the Weekend ends with like and then maybe like he keeps the drum beat yeah. going and kind of changes it a little bit yeah. sort of thing yeah and that'd be really that. cool because that's really from get, you know into like it's sort of like a similar like they both have a similar kind of guitar like it's not only the same note but it kind of has a similar thing to it toward the end yeah totally like strumming pattern yeah so that's kind of my um that little block i think like those two songs would be like a block of stuff that's awesome yeah uh, so what do you have after after midnight? After midnight, <laughs> um, I kind of have it go into uh, this is when they have to go ham again. Um, I have it going to Stockholm syndrome. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, because this I'll, is the first. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and so yeah, it's another one kind of with uh, Skiba and Mark back and forth, sort of vocals, sort of thing. And this is sort of like my little section of um, the self titled little bit kind mm. of thing. Because after Stockholm Syndrome, I have it going always, and mostly it has to do with uh, Skiba. Seems like does that song really well. Yeah, he does. So, uh, so I have after um, after my block with Josie. I have a anthem, um, so I kind of oh, think wow. you did either anthem in there. Yeah, huh? I think Josie would be a good spot to like a little stop and then like talk like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and then I think anthem would be like a really interesting song uh, to kind of have in the middle of the set list. It's really upbeat, mm-hmm. like it's not a song a lot of people know, but definitely still a lot of people do know it. Um, and I think yeah, I never really hear that song. Main reason cool. I picked it is I think uh, Skiba would sound really good singing it. Cool. And um, after that, after Anthem, um, I have Stay Together for the Kids. Ooh. And that goes into No Future. And that was like okay. my little, little, all right, little all right. thing there. It's sort of like, because um, there's like a twinge of Anthem of like, it's like, there's it's like a fun song, but there's also a little bit of like, oh, your life is not going well right now, is it? <laughs> and then you kind of get into these darker, I think it's like a nice little bridge to some of the darker songs. Cool. 
Um, especially no feature after Stay Together for Kids, like bounces out a little bit. Like I think it's a little more fun mm-hmm. than Stay Together for the Kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I have another little block after Always. Um, is uh, I go in, and I feel like Always kind of ends with you know nice little um, you know synth kind of thing. Yeah. And I feel like that would lead really well into um, going away to college. Yeah, yeah, that'd be sweet. And my fucking hat just froze. Yeah, going to, from always to going away to college too kind of makes sense. And like that's kind of, they're both kind of like chiller songs. My phone's like frozen. Well, um, but what, but, but after going away to college, I go into probably one of my favorite uh, blink transitions where they're keeping it with the album. It goes into what's my age again after that. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be great. That would be really good. Just because, like, that's such a great transition on the album. Too. Yeah, Enema has a lot of that. The songs yeah. kind of like really in a really like subtle way bleed into the next one. Adam's song into uh, all the small things. Yeah, is, it's like, always a perfect been great. one. Yeah, always been awesome. So I have um, after No Future, I have uh, continuing the dark if from Stay Together and No Future. It's I Miss You, mm. um, which I again. So I have No Future balanced. It's sandwiched between Stay Together for Kids. I miss you and Anthem. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's kind of a nice like combination of all those things. Um, so after I miss you, I want it to end with like a Travis drum solo. Mm. Um, Cause they do extended outros for that song all the time. Yeah. 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 And I feel like that'd be a good time to go into. I feel like you, I want a Travis drum solo out of a mm. blink show. Mm-hmm. So I have that as a Travis drum solo and the Travis drum solo goes into happy holidays to kind of oh, like, shit. I feel cause I was trying to figure out like, how do you come back from I miss you to like the rest of blink? Cause it's mm. so, I feel like it's either so sad or so like not aggressively, not sad. Mm-hmm. And, um, I like the idea of having like, you'd have, I miss you the long outro. And then it kind of, the drum solo give you time to be like, Oh, Oh, he's going nuts. Oh, that's crazy. And then <laughs> yeah, you yeah, br- yeah. come back into happy holidays. Um, that's nice. And it's just a fun little song. And right after that, I have, uh, after midnight. Okay. That's, that's when I got after midnight. Okay. Okay. It's like a little bit like, huh? Okay. We're back. And now we're back, but it is a little bit more mellow now. Like mm-hmm. we're, 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 I kind of already went through my mellow part and then the rest of the, <laughs> Which was always and, <laughs> always and going with a college and after midnight and shit. But because uh, after what I have on here is um, so after what's my age again, I feel like it would be really cool to go into um, uh, built this pool. Mm. That's kind of where I have that. It's just kind of that the is middle a good, of the yeah, set. It's a great spot. Um, and the most kind of the reason why I have that, it's kind of it's like fun kind of thing. Yeah. And I feel like goes into my little. Um, like I have a few tracks here that kind of go into after built this pool. It goes uh, Peggy Sue. What I have on here. All right, that's a, that's an old one. An old one, yeah. And one of the things reasons why is that's I think probably one of my favorite songs off off uh, Mark really Tom and Travis show. Like, oh yeah, and yeah, and like it's, they, it's amazing. They do that. like a really cool little bridge in that. It's so good. It's so fast. Like that's an old ass one. I think it'd be cool. Like that's probably yeah. the oldest song I have on here. But. After that, I keeping with that theme going into wasting time. Mm, need to have that. Need nice. to hear that song. Yeah. Um, and then to keep up this like old school blink vibe, I have the only thing that matters after all those. Oh, that's really good. Yeah. That's like something out of my list. That yeah. I would try doing. That's that's really so it's good. sort of like they do this little like three punch kind of thing where it's like built this pool and then into like those two old songs into only thing that matters, which is like a really like a new song that sounds like an old song. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot. Um, so I have, um, after, after midnight, I have the party song 
Oh, nice. Into going away to college. Oh, sure. And my thought on that is uh, after Midnight, is, it's kind of like a saddish or melancholy song in a way about like partying and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I like the idea of switching gears. Plus, too, I, I had this little downturn in, in like in energy in a way in around like two thirds of the way through. And I wanted to get back into end into like a high gear uh, yeah, before yeah. the encore. So cool. I thought party song would be a, a fun, like thing after midnight to just get everyone going again. Mm-hmm. And then, um, I have going away to college and bored to death. Okay. Um, as kind of like a back to back. That's pretty good. I feel like those would be like a, a really fun thing. And then you have, um, you know, you have a song people know, and then you have the big main single, um, towards the end before the, uh, the encore, which is, I think about where you want the, the yeah, main yeah, single yeah. to be. Well, <laughs> this is probably where I should put Bored to Death instead of this, because I don't have Bored to Death on here, because I kind of forgot. <laughs> <laughs> but I have, after all the thing that matters, I have it going into A New Hope, because I never heard that song. <laughs> That's, that, they're not going to play that. Man, they should, though. They should, though. Actually, Especially they, sh- with, they should play that. Because after Star that... Star Wars is big now. Everyone loves Star Wars. Yeah. Yeah. So, I like, my little little bridge here... That's going to be like Reddit. Like, today I learned Blink-182 wrote a song about Star Wars. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, that's mostly why. Just like, let's start, it's, it's relevant, and yeah. it's a great song. You All know? right, you turn me around on that. Uh, but yeah, but maybe that's where Bored... That's New Hope slash Bored to Death is yeah. what I got. A new Hope, but like, it should be Bored to Death. <laughs> but since they're keeping with that Dude Ranch vibe, I have that's when they go into Josie. Mm. And after Josie's online songs is how I have it. So it's like, they played Josie, and then online songs started. This Josie, is a, this is a lot of songs that like a lot of people don't know do you know Josie uh I don't think a lot of people do though I think they do I don't know this is my fan list <laughs> stop bringing me down no no it's because my last set is really weird I feel like my, my yeah, like my, the encore my like lead up to the encore and the encore is fucking weird so <laughs> I'm excited to hear it <laughs> Um, well, why don't I, I, I can finish up real quick. Okay. I have this little block of the, um, before the encore of my, my thought in this is I want to keep the energy going and, um, I want to have, uh, a couple big hits at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but still balance it out with maybe like a couple big hits of like big underrated songs, you know, underrated songs that still a lot of people like. Um, so I have dysentery Gary. Uh, I have that there because Skiba said he he loves playing it live, so I want to have that there. That's a good one. Um, into always, okay. Um, keep up the energy, but still a little bit like towards the end of the show kind of thing. Then my blast from the past, um, I put it on there because it was on the greatest hits, so I assume people who didn't check out Cheshire would hear it. M and M's. Oh, okay. And then all the small things mm-hmm. before the encore. Okay, okay, that's good. That's good. Mine's similar, but not quite. <laughs> So bear with me here. Their cover of Hope by the Descendants four times. So I have after online songs, they're the transition from Take Off Your Pants and Jacket into Every Time I Look For You. Okay. Mostly because that's such a big ending to that song. Yeah. But back and forth. The riff of that song is really similar to Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, shit. So I have going from Every Time I Look For You is leading into Bohemian Rhapsody. That's really good. But they're continuing Bohemian Rhapsody into Enthused because it's like a similar song. So this is like... What? (laughs) This is a rock out segment of this. Enthused? 
So every time I look for you, has that big ending, like that crazy yeah. ending. I never need to every, and that riff is gonna keep going to Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> this is like their like crazy ending. Okay. And it's all it, like a medley kind yeah. of thing. And then into Enthuse, which is like I guess similar. How does Enthuse? How does Bohemian lead up to Enthuse? Because it's like similar, like you know, uh, and then it goes like you know. It has like this thing going to it where it's just mostly instrumental. Yeah. So it's almost like continuing this instrumental type of thing. To so enthused. like the the melody or the, the vocal line in Bohemian Rhapsody is almost like just a little like pause between the like metal riffs. And yeah. Stuff. Basically. <laughs> all right. And then sounds fun. Enthuse would be all small things is how I have mm, it. So okay. it's kind of like this ending, like these songs of just rocking out. People might even know these songs, but it's just like blink rocking out all yeah. the way into all the small things where I, they rec- recognize it. I I'm skeptical of how well this would go over, but I, <laughs> I would love it. I would love this. I definitely <laughs> would like it. Maybe, and maybe people would, I don't know, but I, uh, yeah, I th- it sounds fun. That's a it's, good, that's I'm a good, you, this is a fucked a good, up set. Like it's punk as fuck. For set <laughs> it's fucked up. The Bohemian, um, yeah, like like uh, every time I look from you going into Bohemian is really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's great. Yeah, so what do you have? So they've done this crazy punk <laughs> show, uh, and then they they kind of wrap like kind of let everyone breathe with all the small things at the end. Yeah, kind of thing. See you know, so I say so. What what do you have in store for the encore? How many songs do you have on your encore? Uh, I have two two real songs, two joke songs. Uh, okay, because I have two songs. Um, I think two, I, yeah, two songs pretty standard. I have a, and maybe it should be the third because I feel like blasphemy right now because I didn't. There's two. I missed another. I missed a song. <laughs> what? Or well, let's say what did you? What do you have? And we'll see what you missed. I have. They're coming back from the encore with feeling this. Is what I have going on. All right, it's a good so choice. We're switching to putting that song from the beginning to the end because it is a great opener. Yeah. So I think it's a good opener coming back from an exactly. encore. I feel the same way. And then I have them <laughs> closing the set. With Man Overboard. Oh, wow. So sorry it's over. Yeah. And I forgot Damn It somewhere in there. <laughs> Maybe Damn It before. So Blink Fan, you are. <laughs> and you forgot Damn It. But I feel like Man Overboard is a great, it's both singers. It is actually a really good ending and, song. Uh, I think about that. Yeah, that's my ender. So sorry it's over. Yeah, how about that new thing? I'm going to... So my my encore is uh, I, I wanted... <laughs> In the same way that cynical is like spotlight on people, mm-hmm. you know, I wanted um, them the encore to do the same thing, but start with Matt doing like the and then like the you know spotlight on Mark oh, the bass and yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody, and then like that'd be the little thing just of like we're back, mm-hmm. and then go into feeling this for the same reason, okay? Because I want it. I, it's a great song. I want to hear it. I want it to open something, but I just mm-hmm. I don't want to hear it the first song again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then so after feeling this, I f- remembered. Damn it! <laughs> so I have damn it, and then I have ending with family reunion, oh, which is something okay. they've ended with before. Anything is a fun little okay, thing. okay. Confetti out and everything. Um, so longtime Blink fans might notice we didn't. In- neither of us include. Carousel, no. Did it was that intentional? Yes, same. <laughs> because I uh, I wanted some other uh, Cheshire songs on there. You know, mm. was like I th- I thought um, it's the one song that I feel weird seeing done by not Mark and Tom because it was true. something that they just kind of like wrote. You know, there's like all this like blink lore around the writing of that song, mm-hmm. and it, that was one that just always seemed weird to me. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. to sign up. I I feel like. Um, you know, anyone who listens to the show knows that I'm not at all like uh, 
I'm, I'm on Mark's side with this thing, you know, <laughs> but, um, I, I would like, uh, I, I would like to see that song retired out of respect for like, you know, that there was something lost kind of thing. And I feel like that'd be a good song to, to, to retire. That would be, would show like the gravitas of the situation, but also wouldn't deprive people of like, you know, main hits that they want to hear. Yeah. I don't know. True. Yeah, I think so. There's, a, there's other songs they can do like it like yeah you know, like mark you know led songs do like like i have like you know, wasting time on there or something like that yeah that'd be a great one to, to replace it like with. The, mine definitely has deep cuts on it and the yeah. thing is it's just like there's so many damn songs it was hard as hell to do this and it was, it was. like and like i was like oh, i gotta have this in there like i i didn't have what's my age again at one point i was like fuck how the heck i not have that oh, and so i like had to squeeze that in there and then um yeah, and it's just it's it was tough. To I think do doing this. this definitely made me have sympathy with with you know with I get it. I get the problem of a band of this like legacy and caliber that it's hard to create create like a good set list that pleases people, mm-hmm. especially when like four of your albums or or five maybe are like you know multi sell you know gold or platinum albums that it's just like yeah every and I, and I get too like the impetus of like fuck fuck the audience like or not fuck that but just like you know whatever we're gonna do what we want and i get that but at the same time like people paid a lot of money like if you're a band this big so like you gotta know people uh you know this is their thing that they're doing for the month a lot of these people you know or you know maybe even the summer this is you know their thing so i understand like the sort of like you'd want to make sure they had a good time and they but i agree that like they gotta think one thing is that people it most of the time people have gone to multiple blink shows yeah I mean, I'm sure there's gonna be people that this is their first show. Like, yeah. but uh, if you have gone the last ten years to see Blink and they're playing the same yeah. set list, then it's well, I, like, I think it's all about the balancing act of trying to please both crowds. Mm-hmm. And I think a good set list would like would would I think it's possible to have a set list that does that that mm-hmm. has like enough to where people feel like who are casual fans feel like they got they saw what they wanted to see, and people who are fans who have been going to the new shows felt like they got enough different. Um, so. Yeah. I'm optimistic about it. I think if anything else, um, just having Skiba is enough different for me that I'm excited. Well, it's going to be cool no just what. to see him. Like, like I think he's going to shine really well on those new songs. I'm like, really stoked to see the new um, stuff. Yeah. That's why I kind of think my set list has a lot of mark and the songs that don't like are just a lot of, uh, you know, backup kind of things, you know? Right. Um, because it's just like, you know, I mean those, like for me, uh, a lot, some of those Tom songs are just like Tom made it, you know? And yeah. it's sort of like his, it's hard to ha- have, like, I think always is a great example of like a song that's kind of transcends Tom. <laughs> but like like you said carousel maybe not um uh, what's another one that's, first date like first date that's that's tom straight up tom yeah it doesn't work without him you know because it's it's so weird you know well speaking of weird and speaking of tom do you think it's time to go up into the spaceship yeah let's do it let's check in what's up with tom Used to play guitar and sing for Blink-182 But he wanted to move on and do something new Now he's writing books about a government conspiracy Questioning the notions about our reality We just want to know What's up with Tom? 
So Tom was at a uh, Padres game and well, was it a Padres game or was it just a game yeah, San in San Diego? Padres. San Diego Padres. But, yeah. And uh, he was subjected to what, what apparently people on the internet discovered while he was there in that game. They were playing the cut San Diego from the Blink-22 album San Diego. <laughs> so, in California. Yeah, yeah, from the Blink-22 album California. So, so Tom was sitting there um, listening, projected out of the PAs, um, the song about the city where he lives uh, from his former bandmate, written basically about him, <laughs> played out of the stadium like, hey, this band is relevant again because you left it. <laughs> they were better off without you. <laughs> God damn. Like, harsh. Man, how much would that have sucked to have been Tom? That would have been rough. I feel bad. I felt I felt nothing but bad. Like for they were him playing that, that song. It was on some like um, promos, I think, for the All Star Game. That's like in San, I think in San Diego as well or something. Yeah, San Diego. Like it's funny they like kind of like, have just the chorus and stuff in there. And yeah, it's kind of funny because it's about a song about leaving San Diego and <laughs> right. Well, there was uh, uh, one of the that any NME track by track thing when they talked about it. Um, Skiba, I think that was the video. Skiba was like, I hope people don't think it's like a diss on San Diego. Like, he was like kind of nervous that it's like, uh, doesn't really paint San Diego in like a positive light. <laughs> well, we said this, like, didn't we say like Los Angeles is going to play at like sporting events and stuff? In yeah, LA they're just going to like, Los Angeles. Yeah, play like Laker, yeah. Lakers games and San shit. Diego. San Diego. <laughs> <laughs> like the Lakers are going to come running on the... We should just like write an album of just like... Pitch it as like... Uh, it's like arty bullshit, like Sufjan Stevens' 50 States thing. <sighs> but just write an album of only towns where there's like major sports teams. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be perfect. Yeah. Philadelphia! <laughs> and all the chorus, you know, just have like these really anthemic chants, you know? <laughs> Baltimore! <laughs> you don't think that was the, the case of this... What, you don't think that was their angle? No, do you think, you know, ho- hopefully that wasn't their angle. I don't think that was, was their angle. No. But um, I realized that their set list, we didn't really even talk, like, put in, like, California or Home of Such a Lonely Place or anything like that. Yeah, well, I think there's a few of those, those kind of songs. They're so heavily produced that I don't know if they mm. sound great. I think that's why I went with this, like, straight punk fucking set, you know? Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, anything else going on with Tom, though? Um, you know, I th- uh, that's about it. All I saw in the spaceship. Yeah, he looked like he just kept hanging out with those baseball players and stuff on his Instagram. Yeah. Um, people are still waiting for you know. If yeah, it's, it's been a while for the. Um, he posted. I mean, we've already uploaded our tenth, our uh, anniversary retrospective. We don't need to whisper a while ago, and I don't think there's any more news on that from his end. What he was planning on doing. Yeah, the closest thing was that they on the, on the. Inos and Airwaves Instagram that they started shipping the demos for um, Dreamwalker on tape. That was about it. All right. So <laughs> things are happening over there. I guess so. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, I think we, we've said always, you know, we've checked in with Tom. Yeah. Um, should we move on to our, our new... Uh, yeah, we don't have a song for this. We don't yet. have a song or a title. Uh, we got the amazing... Mailbag! Mailbag! <laughs> gonna reach into the mailbag so we've been what we just do like the blues clues thing it's just like uh, yeah mail's here mail's here well, how'd it go again <laughs> do you remember oh here's the mail that never fails it makes me want to wag my tail when it comes i want to yell mail all right that's the theme song <laughs> you singing i'm gonna get that sound clip uh that's blues clues though i was kidding, but anyway well, it's your cover <laughs> um 
<laughs> do the punk cover of it. Um, oh, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> so, um, so we've been getting a lot of email and like kind of like figured out like where do we talk about it, and we're we're gonna do like an email segment now at the end. So, yeah. so feel free, uh, listeners, to write in, uh, yeah, comment in whatever you know the stuffs. And uh, we'll talk about it on the show. Uh, yeah. So, so what do we got? What well, do we got in the mailbag? Well, well Ryan? the first things, uh, it's more of a congratulations. Um, oh, great way to start out. How great, <laughs> how great are we? Uh, this was commented on our last post on Reddit from uh, Jimmy R. Hall, and he just said, um, "Love hearing you two have fun with the cast." Hey, we do have fun. Um, and he says he also lives in Oregon, but sadly won't be able to make it to the Portland, more like Vancouver show in September because he's having his first kid around then. Thanks for the entertainment. So, you know, congrats on the kid. Yeah. You're shaking your head like, fuck no, kids. Like, Sorry, dude. We're going to be <laughs> Sorry, partying. dude. We don't have kids. Yeah. No, that we, isn't we have kids. We're spouses. <laughs> <laughs> We're just lonely, sad sex. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing tonight? Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have some beer and play Metal Gear. <laughs> I'm going to go masturbate. Um, <laughs> anyway... No, but no. That's congratulations on the uh, the, the kid. He yeah, says, congratulations. That's awesome. And my, I, th- I said that uh, he should bring the kid to the show and start him out young on the Blink fandom. And I think he said he got him a onesie. He said, so already. we already got him a couple Blink onesies. <laughs> a couple Blink onesies. That's great. That's, I like. The, I didn't know there were Blink onesies out there. I'm really happy there are. Yeah. And yeah. So congratulations on the kid. And I'm really happy you're starting him out right. Or, or her? Did you say if it was a boy or a girl? Uh, no, I just says a kid. This is kind of a follow up from our good friend Scott Barker from oh, the last episode unrelated to either well, Scott Rayner or Travis he Barker. said Scott Barker isn't a pseudonym uh by the way it's my real name and unfortunately I have no relations to either Travis or Raynor I wonder do you think he became a Blink fan because of his name no I think it's just coincidence you don't think he would have said like oh Barker uh like scenes like seasons meet the Barkers you know meet the Barkers <laughs> I should check that out <laughs> well, oh he plays in a band there, he's a new drummer, huh? Wonder if the old Scott Rayner. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, I like to think that. He says we need to work on our British accents, though. Oh, did we do British accents? I, I did. I read his emails of the British oh, accent. I, yeah, I didn't. Uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't have done one because I don't have a good one. Um, another email was from uh, Justin Wise. I think is his name here. Hopefully, you don't mind me saying your name. But uh, he said that he said the last episode, Twelve Resurgence, um, was. Awesome. You guys had me laughing as uh, soon as I, I hit was play. B one A two resurgence. Well, it was episode twelve. Oh, you know? oh gotcha. <laughs> so it's so cool to have Blink in the spotlight again. Uh again. It's mm. weird, but I feel validation after years of being picked on lightly for being the Blink fan. Mm-hmm. I never took it personally or anything. It's more like being a fan of an underdog sports team who is currently number one in the rankings. Oh, it's such a good metaphor. Yeah. The Tom stuff kind of freaked me out. <laughs> it's funny, but it's also incredibly sad and scary. It would be cool if he knows that everything he is saying is complete fiction and he is only saying it to get people interested in his to the star stuff. It just doesn't look that way. Um, and then he says, an episode or two ago, you mentioned that Home's the Lonely Place is such a, is a cheesy song. And I love that song and completely agree with all the, on the cheesiness. And you said that Hear You Me by Jimmy World was a cheesy song. I didn't know until a few months ago. Oh, and it, I mean, we also like that song. Yeah, we like it. It's cheesy, but we like it. Yeah. Yeah. In a good way. Like, we like Hear You Me. Um, I didn't know until a few months ago, but Hear You Me actually has a sad, interesting story behind it. As Jew fans, 
That's Jimmy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I thought you might find it interesting too, if you haven't already known. Um, so yeah, I, I kind of heard this story because he also goes into it talking about how uh, Rivers Como wrote a song um, about this too. It was like yeah. a story with uh, um, Michaela and Carly Allen, um, who were huge huge Weezer fans, I guess, and um, they were just sort of a huge huge fans of like that scene back in the day, and a lot of bands really liked them. Yeah. I so think- what happened with them? So they, on their way to, I think it was a Weezer show, or it might have been a Jimmy yeah, Hart show, they got in a car accident and died. Um, and it, it was a huge bummer for the scene. Um, you know, a really sad story. They were really young, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and it impacted uh, a lot of people so much that there were a few bands that wrote songs about it. Yeah. And um, so Weezer wrote a song, Mikhail, is it Mikhail? And Mikhail and Mikhail Carly. And Carly. Um, who are the n- names of the two people and uh jimmy wrote uh here you meet yeah. so um like home is such a lonely place i think it's uh the cheese of it i think maybe is a little more palatable because it's coming from like a real place of kind of uh, an actual kind of heartbreak and intense emotional situation yeah oh you mean like the home is such a lonely place or the other one I think they both are. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I mean, obviously, the, the you know the death of friends is more going to be more intense, but that but I think they're both like they're coming from true places of emotional pain that you know you know Mark and and Feldman yeah, need, who wrote that that right stuff like that writes great music. You have to have somewhere to kind of start. You it's know? and it's cool. It's a good home is such a lonely place is such a good example of them trying to find find that the what what is that that's going on in their lives you know when it when they were 21 it was trying to find a girl and now that they're old you know not old but now they're older you know it's like the pain of losing my kid you know mm-hmm. he's gonna grow up and you know so i i like that they're still looking at at what's going on in their lives and and real situations yeah yeah he was so he just thought it was cool he said like i know it's a blank podcast but as fans of the genre i thought you might might think it was cool if you hadn't already heard the backstory before and um i i remember hearing that but i never really looked into it too much and i'm a big uh jew fan i mean they're from my home city so um but it says uh, sorry for the long email but love the podcast and keep it going no it was a great email just thanks for the the story it's cool to kind of you know hear that again and talk about it um it's a neat little and we'll probably i mean we talked about if we ever run out of blink stuff we'll probably start talking about other bands yeah there's definitely (laughs) like there we might branch out and talk about some some other blink related uh music yeah one of these but not not probably anytime soon yeah we're going on full on blink right now um i don't think there's any oh yeah there's one more email there's one more in the in the bottom of that mailbag. One more in the bottom. Can you fish it out? Um, it's a pretty short one, but this is from uh, a dude named Sydney Lyon. Um, Sydney Lyon. L Y O N. Is that a person or did a sports team write into us? <laughs> I don't know, but I think he. All these people I think are from other places. It's crazy. But they're not all from. <laughs> not from. <laughs> they're not from America. <laughs> they're not from America. <laughs> but uh, he Y'all said, "Get it." Um, he actually, uh, sent us some songs. He said, I just heard the third podcast you guys put out and I'm really digging it so far. And here's a couple tracks my friends and I recorded that you can use if you want. And, and so, so we're like, oh yeah, oh God, what is this going to be? Like what garbage? <laughs> no, no, we didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you weren't. I was thinking that just uh, only based on the fact I, in my experience, people who I don't know who send me their music, it's doesn't turn out, turn out to be good. Yeah. You know? But it's but, really uh, cool. I was like, "Oh no, this is really good." Yeah, it, 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 I think the the band, it, like the 
this is the song titles. It says um, Echo to Voltron, I think is the name of the band. We were uh, working on Sober when you pulled it up. And I remember because I had my headphones on, I was mixing something and you were like, well, this is actually pretty good. Uh, I was like, what? And I, I took my headphones off and I was like, oh shit, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It sounded, I had like a real like um, brand new, maybe more punk than brand it was new. More, it was more like old school Blink kind of thing. It was cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so we'll play one of these songs. He actually has a, well, I'm, I'm not sure exactly which one I want to play yet, but we'll. Uh, What's the, is there an album that it? That um, he just has the three songs he just and sent. And the band is? Uh, Echo to Voltron. Echo to Voltron. So we're going to close out the, the podcast with your, one of your songs, dude. So thank you for sending it in. Yeah, so um, before we uh, go ahead and hit play on um, some rockin' tunes, uh, is there anything that we should <laughs> we should do, Ryan? I mean, I guess if, if you you keep your pants down if well, you want I, to. I want to go play Pokemon Go. Is it, <laughs> is it all right if I go out right now? All right, put your pants on if you're going to po- play Pokemon Go. Pokemon <laughs> Go. 